Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 30 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. I'm your host, Lee Paddock, and my co-host, Sterling Hammer. And today we bring you this episode on February 1st, 2021. Uh, And as always, uh, when we talk about these films, spoiler alert, and now let's get to the film. So uh, this week, uh, 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 (laughs) uh, this was uh, was my choice, and I picked a film that was uh, definitely a huge (laughs) contrast to uh, the film that we watched previously. Yes. Um, I picked the, uh, the 80s anime film, uh, Akira, um, it was released in 1988, although in, uh, it was released, uh, in the United States in 1990, got a very limited, oh, okay. very limited theatrical release, uh, in 1990. Uh, this movie, yeah, it didn't do very well box office wise, of but, but as soon as it hit home video it was uh it was a smash hit it was like the for a while it was the top selling like anime uh of all time it was surprising that they even made it on vhs for here if it wasn't a success in the box office because that they always planned because i think they showed it to a few like film critics and they actually really loved they were maybe not loved it but they were really they liked it they appreciated it and they were they were like, "Wow, this is different from American animation." There was a weeb culture back then. It was the beginning. This movie is basically the beginning of the modern era of anime, essentially, at least in terms of its popularity in the West. Um, but I guess we'll kind of get into that uh, a little later, um, because I think that's probably the more interesting thing to talk about. As we'll, uh, and we'll also get into that. <laughs> um, this is going to be sort of an interesting uh, episode, I think. But uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Of course. Uh, let's. Uh, I guess I'll try to explain <laughs> the plot of this movie. Um, Very hard. <laughs> and if it sounds like uh, I'm just like I'm really struggling to uh, try to summarize it, it's only because this movie is has so much going on in it that it's, it's chaos um yeah it's absolute just insanity so the film uh takes place in the far future of 2019 <laughs> uh, i know i love that when i saw that uh it takes place in the uh the post apocalyptic uh cyberpunk esque city of neo tokyo uh, it's sort of, it almost kind of reminds me of the city from Blade Runner. It's cyberpunk, but it's like, in oh, it's the 80s. In fact, uh, in 2019, that's the same year Blade Runner takes place in. So I'm thinking that was probably an influence. Um, Did Blade Runner come out first? Yes, that movie came out in 1982. Oh, okay. Which coincidentally was the year that the uh, manga uh, was first released. The manga in which this film is based on. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, it takes place uh, after a uh, a uh, sort of nuclear level event that uh, destroyed, I guess, old Tokyo. 
Um, or much of it. And I guess it started a, a world war. Although the more we find out about it, it's like maybe it wasn't a world war. It was there it, a world war. It, it just why was there a world? There's war? so there many was? like plot lines and ideas that are brought up and completely just dropped or changed. Makes you want to read the manga. Because I do want to answer in there. But let me try to let's try to explain what this yeah, movie is yeah. about. So yeah, it takes place after an apocalyptic event essentially, a nuclear level event that uh you know, now uh there's a new Tokyo, a new order. Uh well, it's still the same government. Actually, it's the same government, but it's all falling apart. There's yeah. ma- there's massive civil unrest. Overspending. Um military The military bloated. is doing all this all this crazy shit um including spending all the money <laughs> spending all the money and their their big thing right now is working with these telekinetic children that they're experimenting on that look like little old people <laughs> that they're drugging them and they look like little shriveled up and also they would be old, old people because they are old but their but age they're stuck is in like stunted form so they're still children, like at least they look like children. But they should be age-wise, like like, like fifty years old. It's very creepy and weird. <laughs> I like that, and we'll we'll get into <laughs> we'll definitely get into that. Um, but yeah, so they're they're enlisting the help of these uh, uh, telekinetic children to do something <laughs> to. Have the Military access to stuff. the power of of God, I guess. Um, and there was this one project that they keep referring to called Project Akira. Um, and uh, you know, as the film goes on, we kind of find out uh, more and more uh, about this Akira, as it is the title of the film. Uh, meanwhile. <laughs> In all this fucking craziness, we have mo- a motorcycle gang um, led by uh, Kaneda, uh, this sort of uh, this orphan who uh, has sort of just grown up in this super rough environment, uh, I guess during the, apo- I guess survived the apocalypse, I guess, or grow- grew up during the apocalypse in an orphanage uh, along with these other kids. <laughs> Well, there wasn't an apo- it wasn't an apocalypse. Essentially, it was. It was kind of an apocalyptic. Oh, I mean, it was, it was kind of yeah, like near ending, but yeah, it was, I don't know if they thought it was the apocalypse. Millions of people died. I think yes, in the end, but the old city was completely destroyed. Oh, well, Japan is a lot more than just Tokyo. Yes, I know. Would America be destroyed if we DC was nuked? Yeah, it would See, really. That's the, that's the thing, though. There's so much just like. It would really mess them up and fuck them up. I'm not saying it wouldn't. Like, Japan would be fucked from Tokyo. Just all of a sudden, just boop, it's their center. But I'm not saying, like, it wouldn't, they would, they'd still function as a, like, I feel like they'd still be able to, like, pull themselves out. I don't think it's, I think they're apocalyptic because they were just, like, spent, they were on the border of it. And then by the end of this movie, they're probably apocalyptic. Oh, it's for sure. Because there's, like, some weird coup, but most of the military is dead. Most of everyone is dead. There's civil war, basically. Yeah, and you know, there's, <laughs> we'll get, <laughs> I know, it's, I'm, we're kind of struggling 
surmi- uh, summarizing this movie because I don't really think this movie is really about the plot. I think it's really just a a movie you want the where the plot you're spo- read the manga. I think it's also a movie where you're supposed to just marvel at the animation. Yeah, just don't, don't look at their faces. Just don't look at their faces. No, but I will admit it does, especially when you take into account that it's like eighty-eight. Right. Yeah, I think the the, the details crazy. Just wonderful, but uh, yeah. So there's this uh, motorcycle gang led by Kaneda, and also um, his uh, his friend, his closest friend uh, Tetsuo, um, as they sort of uh, get into these gang wars with this with these other motorcycle gangs. Um, and they're just out there causing chaos, and they get mixed up in uh, this whole uh, situation where, uh, well, during, uh, I guess, a motorcycle chase, uh, Tetsuo meet uh, gets into an accident in which uh, one of the telekinetic children, who was, uh, I guess, broken free from the military uh, laboratory... <laughs> Sterling, wow, it's Sterling's just like, what? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, this movie is just ridiculous. I was actually thinking about the movie. <laughs> I'm just struggling so hard to just explain this movie. Um, Right off the bat. It's <laughs> uh, a great sign, isn't it? <laughs> but you like the movie. <laughs> I do, and, well, we'll, we'll get into it. Um. So yeah, he uh, Tetsuo gets into this into an accident. He meets one of the uh, little shriveled up children who was broken out of a, a military lab by this uh, resistance force, um, and then uh, we Tetsuo eventually finds out that he has telepath telekinetic powers. But then that little kid didn't even seem like he really wanted to like be kidnapped but then he did like it was and how did it how did that one guy even get into the facility who was and why did he seem kind of close to the little kid it was yeah and then it's just like and then after that it's like that kid almost doesn't really matter all that much yeah (laughs) yeah we'll talk about his ending um (laughs) so yeah tetsuo uh is a character who uh it turns out he's he always kind of just has felt inadequate. He gets bullied a lot. Uh, Kaneda always has to come in to save him. And now, with this newfound power, it's driving him mad. And he becomes... He feels this, power for the first time. He's be, he becomes a rampaging, telekinetic psychopath. And he mm. keeps getting... He keeps hearing the name Akira inside his head. Yeah, because uh, uh, does that make Akira evil? I... I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, so eventually Tetsuo gets it in his head that he needs to find Akira. He needs to find out what Akira is or who Akira is. And then after that, it's just, as you could tell, it's just pure chaos uh, from then on. That's as close as I can get to really just summarizing what this movie is. Yeah. Um, other than that, we're just going to have to like basically just talk about every little detail about it. 
We have, we're just going to have to describe the whole movie to you. So I hope you've seen this movie, <coughs> rhetorical listener. Yeah. Um, I bet you have. It was surprising as someone like me who likes... Well, I guess it's not surprising. I mean, I love anime. I'm a super anime fan. Weeb. But uh, <laughs> I definitely haven't seen a lot of the classic movies. I'm not the biggest anime movie fan. I've seen a couple. Right. Well, I haven't seen a lot of uh, anime I like just watching either. anime shows. And I'm a bigger manga reader than anything. I've, re- I've recently gotten into anime and manga. Yeah, Lee's uh, a late bloomer. I'm a late bloomer, yes. Um, but actually, uh, I watched this movie before I even had any real interest in getting into uh, anime. Yeah, I could see manga. you seeing the watch because even if you're not really in an anime, you were you're a filmy. So like, if you see a yeah. bunch of like your this movie film people was, talking about, it, you're gonna go like, oh, well, let me see this. Yeah, this movie was important at one time, and maybe. I'd say it might still be, uh, in a way, um, <laughs> because I feel like it is sort of like the film that sort of ushered in the modern era of anime and it, and its popularity. In I'd America. have to do like more research to be able to like say if yes or no to that. I think it's. I know there's anime. Before I don't think it's it. the main, like the movie. I know there's definitely anime before it. There is. There was. I mean, fucking Speed Racer, and shit like that. Um, but that, but that's kind of that was like the sort of stereotypical, uh, vision of anime for people at the time, though, for American audiences. What I think you mean is anime probably had been evolving in Japan. And it had evolved to this point. There was probably other animes coming out at the same time just like this. But this was the West's first taste to the new direction of anime. Yes, Where it was more serious. It was more, like, violent and dark and Well, I'm sure there was some... I don't know. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, but this was their first taste. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. But Japan already had done this because Japan, it's, it's their thing. Like, the big, like, animated hit in America at the time. This was, wasn't like Japan's audience's first taste to that kind of anime. Like when this movie came out in America, Maybe. the big uh, animated, the biggest animated movie of all time at that point was The Little Mermaid. Huh. So people, when American audiences saw Akira for the first time, they were like, they were like, what? Yeah, like they weren't can... used to people anime or animation. Mush. What? People being turned into mush. Yeah, they weren't used to anything like that. But I, yeah, but all I was, I, what I and was, and it being up, so like fucked up and yeah, yeah. What I was just like, what I was, I was just clarifying your point was because to the Japanese audience, they weren't, they were used to this. Yeah, I'm just, I'm talking from the, a the Western, Western perspective. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. But yeah, that and that that's definitely probably true. Unless there was like the hardcore weebs of back in the day, they were like, "I was watching the stuff before, and I read it when the manga came out." And it's like, man, you read it. There was some. I'm anime sure there before, was, but it didn't make, I don't think, th- as big of an impact mm. as I feel like Akira did. And no. I don't think. Uh, and then after that, you got the films of like Hayao Miyazaki. I mean, he had already been making films uh, before Akira. But I don't think an American audience 
would have been exposed to uh, somebody like Miyazaki if anime didn't make it so big. Or Akira, I mean, didn't make it so, uh, or didn't make such a huge splash mm. out here. Mm. I guess, I guess, I guess, I guess. So, yeah. I think this movie, this is an important film. Even yeah, yeah, I'll give you that definitely for sure. It's an important film. Confusing. But that doesn't make it a masterpiece. No, I have a lot of like I have eight hey, obvious problems with this. And I also have some criticisms of this film in terms of its narrative. Like all right, let's get into it. I guess let's start talking um, about it. Um I mean we're gonna jump all around, so we're not gonna follow yeah, this one's, chronological. This episode's gonna be a little bit more just Why is that girl <laughs> Kia? So like she knows wherever he goes, like we never K K yeah she, her, Tetsuo's his, girlfriend yeah quote unquote like <laughs> but she always know where he, he she always knows where he is. Well, she just wanders when around this giant. She, when when he runs away from the lab, uh, he yes, finds he goes her. to her. Yes, but like after that, like she's just wandering around the giant city and walks right to him in the stadium. Well, then that other scene. times she's always looking for him. Well, yeah, of course she's like that's like her one, I guess, meaningful relationship. And, and in I her just, life. I, I just felt so bad. Like she's a sad character. And then, like, yeah, she almost gets raped, and her face, she gets her face punched in. I mean, that guy gets fucking beaten to near death. Good, um, but good. But yeah, and then like her death. Was really fucked up, like like yeah. she just she just gets and just crushed. Yeah, mushed. when Tetsuo then, turns into that giant and he feels baby her pain, monster. and he's like, "Save her!" And it's like too late; she's already mushed pile. She's dead. Yeah. And yeah, and she's like, he, "He's like, I feel it." And people get fucked in this movie. Yeah, but the people, not the people you ever think are gonna get fucked. Just innocent bystanders. General never gets fucked. Um, no, he's a piece of shit. Kind he is of, the but main then the but then they like him. Because that like, was confusing. You sort of like, I guess you sort of understand him. Like, no, I don't understand anyone's motives. What's his motive? He wants to try to restore order to the city. I mean, everything is just yeah. But isn't it falling apart because you're putting all the money in the military and the, there's no money for anything else? Well, I mean, that's what makes him, I guess, sort of like the villain of the. Story. And then there's this whole like the prime minister beforehand fuck stuff up, and that's why it's all fucked up. Yeah, it's like... It's like, all, who was that guy? What the... And what are even all the, like, the protests actually about? Yeah, and why... Like, they don't really explain that. the rest of the that. world? And they're getting ready for the Olympics. And, like... But it's like... But, like, who... What? World War Three? Why was there World War Three if Akira's the one who just exploded? This little Chinese boy... Or a Japanese boy... This explodes... Yeah, it turns out, by the way, spoilers, well, Akira is uh, <laughs> a little boy. It's just a little boy that they... Had and then, like, well, after he Akira's exploded, whole mission is just to explode one more time? And create a new universe. Apparently, so I read the Wikipedia. But then he's not to in just it. Kinda cla- just to kind of clarify things, I read the, the plot synopsis on Wikipedia, and at the end... It says that Akira is taking Tetsuo to safety. And then he becomes 
Oh, had Kira already created his own new universe when he exploded originally? And then he senses this new universe that needs to be made, and that's why he's like, oh, summon me back so I can make him explode again, or I'll explode again make him a new universe so that we can both be universes again or go do our universe things? Yeah. Because then at the end, he's just like, I am Tetsuo. He just says, I am Tetsuo. I am Tetsuo. And it's just, and he's just like, I mean, it's like the universe, but it's like, Stupid. I, don't know. <laughs> I just thought it was so stupid. The art was great, except for the faces. This is very 80s. You're just like, okay, there's your good shows. But then, yeah, it has amazing detail, like him biting into the pillow, and you're like, you like, you know, when you obviously modern anime looks looks like it or better, but it's modern. It's 2020. When you think this is 88 when they're making this, it's pretty cool. Um, and it does really the backgrounds, the visuals. There's a lot of uh, cool details. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of like shit going on going on all the time. Uh, yeah, this is a movie like, I kind of just. It's looking. like it's 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 the reason why I don't like anime movies. I'm like, oh, it should have just been an anime. Well, I did hear that uh, the creator, uh, who is also the director of this film, uh. Katsuhiro Otomo. I think that's how you say his name. Sounds like it. Um, he uh, recently, like a couple of years ago now, uh, at a convention, uh, announced that he wanted to reboot Akira as an anime, as an anime series. Because I, just an anime, you can get more story in, you can and, pace it better. Uh, he's actually finished with the manga now. He wasn't... That's the interesting thing. The manga wasn't even finished when he was making this film. Well, that happens to the animes too sometimes. They'll like catch up to the manga and that's why you get filler. Well, this but a mo- movie you can't get filler. Yeah, this movie or is they just, just ma- their filler is like a big thing. It's like the ending of the movie. It just became a convoluted mess. Like like you had the first half the first half of this movie. It's like okay, you can kind of follow it along pretty okay. But then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, they probably just asked him, like, how do you think this is going to end? And he's like, oh, I and he think beca- it's and like And he came this. up with this truncated version of how it, it would eventually play out in Which the manga. Which kind of sucks. Maybe it ruined, like, the what, the vi- the whole vision because he had to speed up. Because maybe he didn't want to set on that. Maybe he's like, oh, maybe eventually he would have been like, you know, that's actually kind of stupid. Like, I want to do something oh, else. Oh, yeah. The film is definitely a compromise, I would say. Um, It's definitely not the full... Vision. You know, I mean, I guess as like a manga, like a manga creator, you're like you're barely making anything money on the manga, which and is yeah, sad. He, he got, so you gotta get like you anime, a, yeah, you got movie a huge deals opportunity from the, pretty much the biggest film studio in Japan, Toho Studios. Mm, yeah, they make like a lot. Of, the, they make uh, like everything. They're the producers of the Godzilla films. That's what they're most known for. They make a lot of animes the, uh, too. And also produced uh, the films of the legendary Japanese director Akira Kurosawa. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so, all right. Back to the back to complaining about this movie. Um, about this like movie. the little old people, and the main little old person. Like I thought he was gonna be such a bigger thing. I thought it was gonna be all about rescuing him. Mm-hmm. And like him being like against the other two or the government or something. No, 
He's just he's just a confused he, little boy. Yeah, and he must have just been convinced because he's nice, and he was like, oh, "Okay, I'll leave with you." Yeah, and then because he felt bad when the guy got shot, but then he just like at any moment he could have just uh, uh, poofed himself back home, which he does. Well, no, they. Oh no, no, yeah, he could just fade it. away. They bring his little because Marlon like Brando confused, kid it's like, comes well, Why in. was he running away? Was he running away for a reason? No. And then, like, the ending, he's like, I got to go back for him. And then you just never see him. Or they all go back, but they're just like, where'd they go? They all went into the separate the new universe, universe with Akira, I guess. Because like, Akira was their friend. But it made no sense. But then he went back to save fucking Canada. And, like, why, Can- though? Canada. And how did he save Canada? <laughs> how did he save it? Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, the whole, t- is he, like, uh, like, he was like, I don't know. Like, was he the only reason Canada didn't get absorbed into the all universe? Of their memories, I think, because remember he was. Yeah, he, but like that was Canada doing it. Like he was floating around, like oh. Yeah, they were. That's how. But was he that was saved? Were I the think. old people like just protecting him while he was doing that? Otherwise, he would have just been absorbed with that. That might have been Tetsu? it. I have no idea. It I literally, I don't think anybody has any idea what that's all about. Yeah, that happens a lot. Like, I feel like you could even read the manga and still be like, "Oh, that didn't answer anything." I heard, like, I heard the the anime uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion is kind of like this, where I've there's a lot that. of a lot of just really just like, wait, what? And it has a, a bunch of it has like two endings because people hated the ending. Yeah, the, the I think it has a so movie much. that's like just basically just an alternate ending. Yeah, because the because they ruin the ending so much. Yeah, people are like that's. I heard the creator of that, that manga and anime is just insane. <laughs> He's an. It's a. I know. I. I've. I've never watched. I've watched bits and pieces of it over the years, but I definitely know everything that happened in it, and it's fucking it just what the fuck. Yeah, I've heard it. Like it starts off like a normal like. Mech like mecha animating, and then anime. it ends with just like. But then the creator what? got bored or something. He's like, I want to just throw in every. Uh, idea that I have, and it's even like, and then even like the the new ending, it's still like what, whatever. We're not talking about that movie. Hopefully, we never watch that movie. I haven't. Yeah, maybe I, if I ever watch it. No, if we I don't. like it. No, maybe I won't. You probably would because you'd be like, oh, it's so ooh uh, art. I'm just kidding. Like uh, this movie? <laughs> no, this movie's not art. This movie's an anime movie. I don't judge anime it. Is I don't art. go like this movie's art. I I'm not saying it's not art, but I wouldn't be like this movie is an artsy fartsy movie. No, this movie was an anime through and through. Uh, they're just like, but oh yeah, it went popular in America. That's cool. But they weren't like going. They didn't make it with the intention of making it popular in America. No. That's what they. That's why anime is so amazing. It's just catered for the Japanese audience. If it was catered to the Western audience, it'd be all fucking stupid. Being, yeah. They'd send, they'd piecify it all, PC, and just and because like, and because they can do pretty much whatever they want, uh, it has that sort of mass appeal. Yeah, because they the get West. away with anything, and they do. It's so creative. You're just like, oh, uh, uh, an anime about girls that are just secretly shoes. Like what? But like, or like, or a world where like everything is like dedicated to checkers like it's just like an anime about checkers but you're like it's just fucking intense like it's everything tennis golf football american football soccer rugby you're like what 
everything. Cat girls, dog girls, snake girls, hampers. Chef. They come alive. Polar bear people, like actual animals. It's insanity. That's but, but that's amazing. There's yeah. I, and that's how you get something like this. It's like it's. It's I don't. It's not terrible. It's. Uh, it's the, a the voice the story. It's a. It's a the voice acting mess. is really great. Obviously, always are with Jap- with animes. Not always, but in this case, like you can tell, like they no, it's yeah, acted the vo- well. I think the voice acting is really good. Uh, yeah, I want to see like and what I they, like other some of the done. story elements in the movie. I like the relationship between uh, Kaneda and Tetsuo. I think if there's a heart of heart in this movie. I think that's it. Uh, maybe a little. I'm just like, but why? Like, I don't really get it that much. Why they care about each other that much? I get it, like, but well, because you don't really get it, you don't get an answer to why they care about each other till the end. Like, oh, they were an orphans together. Well, I mean, you can sort of gauge it a little bit. You, they kind of have like you a brotherly relationship. They grew up together, but like, are you like, are they brothers? But like in the beginning, he seems like a really big bully to the Tetsu. Well, that's the point. And, and the whole movie. The whole point is that. That's how Tetsuo feels all the time. And then he gets this power and it just destroys him, essentially. I don't know. Or not destroys him. It felt weird and I I just... It is weird. I I like some of the weird fucked up things in this movie. I was just... Like, I just didn't... There was no one to root for. Mm. When Tetsu... Honestly, though, when Tetsuo's going like full like god mode on the city and military i think it's kind of badass it's badass but it's still like oh he's killing a bunch of people when he destroys that bridge yeah he kills a bunch kills all those yeah everybody's on the bridge including innocent people which i mean the bridge is mostly innocent people i mean it's all those crazy religious nuts too but half of them were just like pro like uh, regular government protesters I mean, it's not like the whole city was on that bridge or anything, but yeah, I don't know. There's just and like the friends, like only like one of them really matters in the end. What the, happened? They had a whole group. I understand one of them gets killed by Tetsu, but who cares? It doesn't I'm thinking really those other seconds. characters are probably more important in the manga. Yeah, because they're like, why is only that one character the one that like is with Kanada and like uh, that other girl in the end? Where the other people? Why yeah, weren't they did, like? How did Tetsu not kill him and he killed the other guy? Yeah, and th- yeah, why did he only kill that guy? And then like, how did he kill the guy? And then also, the other. F- why didn't friend. that guy run to the other friends and be like, he killed the guy? Why did he like just sit there and wait for Kanada to like come and find him? I don't know. I think even the <laughs> Katsuhiro Otomo probably forgot about most of the things that. He established in the beginning of this movie, because I think he was just caught up in like just trying to get the animation right. Maybe, because I mean, this was a huge. This was a pretty ambitious movie for the time. Uh, it was like the most. I think it was the most expensive anime production at the time. Seven hundred uh, billion yen, which is five million dollars. In America, five and a half million dollars in America. Um, 
so yeah, it was a pretty uh, well, not billion yen, seven hundred million yen. Excuse me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was a pretty uh, expensive production at the time. So, I think he was just trying to just get the look of it right, and the narrative <laughs> kind of just took a back seat. Yeah, maybe he thought he'd be done with it before. This movie, I feel like. I think it's just a visual experience. You kind of just have to. I just kind of like. I just like looking at it. I honestly. guess that's why it didn't have that much of an impact on me because I've seen so many animes. That's true. It's like, yeah, this anime looks really good, but I'm like, yeah, but I know of like 10 animes that look just as. Like, or like look good or better. And they're modern. Cool. Well, I'm just saying, like, that's why it doesn't have that, like, impact on me. Like, it's like, uh, I mean, it looked really cool. But I've seen post-apocalyptic animes. Post-apocalyptic. But maybe they're, like, based off this one a little bit. Well, yeah, this movie was... I definitely started getting a lot of references. After watching this movie, I was like, oh, that's the Trapper Keeper episode from South Park. From South Park, yep. The weird, the horrible the blonde monster. Mm-hmm. I was always like, what are they referencing? Akira. I know, that's funny. They yeah. totally would know that and movie. And then this movie is also a huge inspiration, it seems, for the movie uh, Chronicle. Oh, my God. Just basically Chronicle. The story just a, of Tetsuo. And, Chronicle's uh, just that Kanida. guy's Americanized, like, like American uh, fanfic. American Akira? <laughs> yeah, he just fanficed Akira and made it American. Because it's the guy does the exact same stuff. Yeah, and his his brother it tells cousin, a very similar story. Yeah, the cousin's kind of like, oh, he's kind of annoyed by him in the beginning, and he's like, oh, my little cousin, the cousin's so annoying and he's pathetic, and he's kind of bullies and mean to him a little bit. Everyone's he's he has it's, an abusive dad. And it's a t- uh, the other character. What are you talking about? It, the the black guy. Um, Michael B. Jordan? Yeah, Michael B. Jordan is the only one who's nice to him. And then he kills him. Yeah, but... And, uh, Spoilers so, for Chronicle. Yes. Uh, yes. But if you've seen Akira, you saw Chronicle. If you've seen Akira, you've seen Chronicle. But, like, yeah, that's so bit. fucked up because, like, his life's going well, and then he just throws up on that girl, and it just goes downhill from there. <laughs> yeah. Because she tells everybody. Yeah, Chronicle's a good movie. And, yeah, and then he kills Michael B. Jordan. On accident, but still. Yeah. That's why he's got to get four spears through his body. Chronicle's like the streamlined version of this movie. A bit, but I definitely like Chronicle way more. Well, in term in terms of story, yeah, I think it's a better it's a better narrative because it's yeah, like it's more. It's more. It, it's it, on point. It focuses on what I think is. I mean, for me, the most interesting part of this movie. The the friendship. He takes out all that whole the like fractured post-apocalyptic world and like little people and shit by just having it a meteor that crashed into the earth and they got exposed to some weird like chemical and like became superpowers. Right. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That's a, that's a good movie. <laughs> that's a good movie. That's a good movie. But we're now, uh, back to this movie. Where were the friends? <laughs> Who were the little people? Why were they there? Why was Akira sliced up into a thousand what little pieces? What were the motive, actual motivations of 
the little green people. And then who sliced up Akira after he exploded? I think it was all the government scientists. That one guy looks like Albert Einstein. Did they just find the little piece? Did they find him like whole in the bottom of the crater? And they just cut him up? I, I guess. Or did they find pieces of him and then collect it? No, they said that they sub- they subjected him to every test known to man. So they, yeah, they dissected Tortured him. him. It's like, Jesus Christ, and then by that point he was a universe. <laughs> he became a new universe. And then it's like those other little people, what, who are they? It's, I mean, I get, I know who they were. They were the other test subjects, but it's like. But it's just like their motivations were because it's like they didn't want Tetsuo to find Akira, but then they keep telling him about Akira. And they, yeah, and, and then, the then they keep admitting, tells him where to find Akira. And then they keep admitting that they're wrong for doing it. They're like, we're sorry. My bad. But, the, like, but you keep doing it. <laughs> Why, though? And then, like, also, like, the little girl and the one little skinny boy are, like, definitely little ki- like like little kids. But then there's the little fat one who's, like, like an adult. <laughs> like, I lo- am an adult. The one who looks like Marlon Brando. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, who is he? He's, a- he's, s- he's sitting around in his floating chair. <laughs> he looks like a little sausage. Like, why can't he walk? Why did he become fat? <laughs> but at the end, he's, like, floating around with his little tele- telekinetic powers. It just... And they get sucked into the universe. Ah. Yeah, and then who's the resistance? Such a mess. Who's Ryu? He just dies in the street <laughs> like a sad he gets, sack. He gets killed by the, the corrupt His own boss. Cor- the corrupt government guy. And like, why is he working for that? Like, I, like who's no that sense. guy? Like, why is he working with the resistance? You don't even He's know. Evil capitalist. And it's like he knows about Akira. And then wh- how does this? How does this cult know about Akira if Akira is supposed to be a top secret government thing? Yeah. How do they know who Akira is? What? But then the government, because the government talks about it or something. Because it's all that rumor. Because I think it's like rumored about. It's like Area 51 to them in this universe. Sure. So they're like, oh, it's some god. They're, They're keeping behind away from us. And there's some like an, they're like an anti-technology. Uh, they're like a doomsday cult. Yeah, because they're like technology is what uh, got us there last time. Apparently, they think Akira is like some machine or something mm-hmm. that's gonna destroy the world by blowing up, and they're gonna like, purge us with their fire. And it's just a little boy, and his, his cut up pieces. Telekinetic little boy who can who exploded. I do kind of like the general like. Do you like it? It's just a cut up little boy. He's, He's dead. dead. <laughs> Everything you wanted is, uh, and he's like talking to the cult, and the cult's like, uh, uh, uh. and then he blasts Tetsuo with a satellite laser. Yeah, Bert blows up his arm, blows his arm off, just get, his arm for some reason. Yeah, he's like able to like jump out of it. I think in time, and it's like some weird hammer of dawn kind of weapon for our my Gears of War soul. fans. They yeah, call it soul. It's like, but like, how powerful is Japan? Soul like, means sun in Latin. Everybody, you just got a Latin lesson by Lee Paddock. That's another podcast. That's for the only next. Latin lesson you're going to get. That's another ever. podcast. Lee, Latin with Lee premiering next week. Get ready for it. It'll be four minutes long and it'll have one episode. Lee's taking a Latin class for you guys. Um, 
Really? Let me try to think about anything I like about this. Besides the animation? Yeah. Because I can I'm think of like, a couple of things for I me. I mean, there's like, not even like, the, then they've got the, his relationship with that girl, but then like, who gives a fuck about it in the end? And it's just like, what the fuck? Because uh, there's this, like, they're riding off into By then, nothingness. Like, yeah, because he's like, I can't even think about, like, getting laid. And then I just floated through my friend's new I universe. I just saw, like, the, their memories. And, and he's just like, Tetsu, Tetsu. And I saw my friend turn into a giant baby monster. And squish it, purify his girlfriend. And he almost did it to me. It's horrifying. She's the only one who gets purified. That is a very horrifying. The it general is, doesn't get purified. He doesn't movie, get purified. Like, when I first but she it, it has to like me. immediately get crushed to death. Why'd she immediately get crushed to death? I don't know. It's fucked up. Yeah, and then when he first like powers unleashed, that poor Orly's is like, come on, man. Just fucking painted the walls with him. I love that scene though. That's like, a lot like Elf and Lied. You'd probably like Elf and Lied. And it also reminded me, and maybe uh uh, this influenced it. Uh, it reminded me of this scene in the movie Watchmen, the Zack Snyder version of Watchmen. Yeah. Uh, where there's a scene where Doctor Manhattan, it's a, during the montage of like his whole story, um, he like zaps a criminal, and then uh, it, there's blood splatters on this one girl, and then she looks up. And it's just like, yeah, his guts and arm is like hanging from the wall and shit. It's a lot like, yeah, it's a lot like uh, this. So maybe like <laughs> this has influenced a lot of different things. That instant, there's, they're, they're not alive no more. They're just gore. They're just on the wall. I love it. <laughs> I, know, I thought you were gonna. Once that happened, I thought we were gonna get that a lot more from him. But no, it's mostly just like the aftermath of a bunch of sh- soldiers just like dead on the ground. Probably just time constraints, budget constraints, and you know, animation costs so much. Yeah. So oh my God, especially back then, and like, I mean, now it's it got a lot cheaper. But whenever when you, you do, do see, computer, whenever you do see something so like that, it's it. fucking awesome. Yes, that's why I think you really would like Elf and Lion. That's like basically the whole end. It's just like. That bitch is like purifying people. Uh, Maybe pureeing. We'll see. We'll see. I would like to say. <laughs> pureeing. Um, well, I have some. I wanted to ask you a couple questions. Oh, got, is questions really questions really? I don't have quotes this week because it's like I feel weird taking quotes from sub. Because it's like not always like it's like that's what they said. It's not always a complete translation. Well, then what are we going to... What's the title of this episode? Well, that's be? your own thing to come up with. This is your week's movie. Uh, you never pick your title from my quotes. No. You have your own. It's probably just going to be Akira. Um, well, when did you first see this movie? I think I saw it Uh, probably, I'd say maybe... Maybe around like 13, 14 years ago. Um, like around maybe like 2007 ish. Then you were like 13, 12? 13. 13? No, uh, 14. So a 14 year old Lee saw this movie. Yep. And you were like, whoa. It kind of freaked me out a little bit. 
like the gore and especially the ending when he becomes baby monster. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, that was a fucked up. Shit. It's crazy. I could see that your little fourteen year old lead going like, "What the fuck?" Especially you don't know anime. You don't know the fucked up shit that anime can be. Right. I was just like, what is that? That's why I still think you're so like flabbergasted because you're just like, oh man, it just can't get worse than this. And I'm just like, yo, okay, man. In the anime, there's butthole creatures. (laughs) Like anime can get so fucked up. There's so much fucked up anime. Oh yeah. Like I've seen like this one where it's just, just famous gifs and like clips of just I don't know what anime it is, but it's just a, a, a montage of these weird monster creatures just eating tons of people and hor- like putting them in like baskets and then just blending them <laughs> like just like ripping and just and obviously we all know Attack on Titan, uh, Attack on Titan super. I've graphic. watched a little bit of that. Actually. Yeah, there's eating. It's super. Yeah, that's it's horrifying. And you're just like what the fuck, and it's like. It's genuinely horrifying, actually. And it gets more and more horrifying. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. Like, Main characters Jesus. that you grow attached to Get die horribly. Die horribly. And then you like you learn more about the Titans themselves, and, and that story is really fucked up. Yeah, and like I guess there's a lot of controversy going on now with season four. Shit's getting like answered things are coming to an end it's like jesus christ the main character is i saw like just a flash from like his first episode to him now unrecognizable he's not the same person i guess he's well, not he, he, i guess he's barely the main he can character turn anymore. into a titan i guess he's barely a main character anymore whatever um that's a different thing altogether yeah and i don't want to sp- you might actually watch that um, i have watched some of it that's what i'm saying you might continue watching it yeah um well is this your favorite anime movie Cause I know you've seen a couple. I recently, I recently watched Ghost in the Shell, the Ghost in the Shell movie. Okay. Uh, I thought, I thought that was pretty good. That one has an anime. That's uh, a show. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think it's called. What is it? I forget what it's called. I think it's called Ghost in the Shell. Probably something else a little along with it, but. I think it's called Standalone Complex or something. Maybe. Uh, But I recently watched that. And that movie, while I think it has a more, like, (laughs) it has a more straightforward narrative, it makes more sense, I would say. Uh, For some reason, that movie's not as memorable to me as Akira. Um... Do you think that's like age, maybe? You saw it when you were so in a, such an impressionable age? Maybe it's not that. I think it's just so much happens in Akira uh, that it's it's hard not to forget some of the, just the fucked up imagery, some of the really beautiful imagery in the movie. I think just on a visual level, I really just, I think it's just stunning. Stunning. I get you. I get you. Well, this one is the animation in Ghost in the Shell is really good too. Is, that's a more modern one. Right? It came out just a few years after, nine, like ninety five, okay. I think. Never mind. <laughs> Not that much more modern, but I mean, every year the animation in that movie is pretty is really good actually. I bet it. I bet in from animation from eighty eight to ninety five is way more advanced. It's just every year it was getting more advanced, but 
And that movie also kind of has like a cool sort of like Blade Runner uh, vibe yeah, to it. Yeah, they're, they're all like cyborgs. And there's some cool gore in that movie too. Surpri- oh, yeah. I was surprised. It's a dark, it's a dark thing. Um, this is the question I really wanted to ask you. How would you compare this to the animes I've shown you, like One Piece, and, uh, Blend S? Well, I mean, it's especially Blend S. Now I totally understand. Like you were, first time I showed you Blend S was the first anime this guy saw that was where the background characters are just gray or just like stick figures walk around. And he's just like, what? But what about the background? I'm like, no, the whole show is the main character or the characters. They're just in a cafe. It doesn't matter. And you're what? But they don't have eyes. I'm like, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> they don't matter. <laughs> just like now I understand because your your base of friends for anime is like every last detail. We can see the person in the apartment eating their soup, <laughs> frame four fifty. <laughs> yeah, like, I, most uh, animes actually aren't like that. Cause budget. I understand. Uh, but yeah, okay. But the budget original question: How do you how, how do you think? What do you think? Especially like One Piece and stuff, well, and like. Wait, how, what's your, what's your I mean, about the, how do you think this one compare? How do you think it compare, they compare? I mean, they it's you can't really compare them. I mean, yeah, they're both anime, but they're not they're not really the same thing. Like One Piece is sort of like a Dragon Ball Z type of show. It's a show. It's a multi-arc you know series yeah this is a movie based off of a phone book sized manga or at least what would become a phone book sized manga Mm -hmm. the manga altogether apparently comprises about 2200 pages jesus christ you could have broke that up in a couple chapters well i mean if you put it all into one uh, oh yeah, yeah, well, a lot of like you put all Which of I one think piece. They did actually. If you put all, all of one piece into one thing, it's gonna be a fucking. That's gonna be insane because it's not even finished. Yet. I don't think you can do it. I don't think you can put a thousand chapters. Into <laughs> a book. Uh, that'd be insanity. Uh, but yeah, it's just like I, I don't really compare them. Okay, I get you. I do think. I agree. I also think maybe without Akira, like I said. Maybe One Piece would never become as popular in the West as it has become. I disagree with that. I really, I, I but I, I don't know. I, I, because I would have to like watch the experts, do a little research of like how big of an impact this movie is on. I didn't know. I knew about this movie, but I didn't. This movie, I was thinking about a completely different movie when you first talked about this movie. So when I first looked it up, I was like, oh, this is different than what I was thinking but so like I didn't really know anything about this movie I don't know its impact but I just don't agree gut wise it just doesn't sound right to me I just don't just <laughs> because maybe it's coming from you and this is because you're not a big an- like you you're not a huge anime fan you're just dipping your toes and it's just like someone who just watched like two animes coming in like well do you know the one anime I watch is actually the one that made the biggest impact ever and it's like did it though like, <laughs> like or did the 10,000 enemies I, I don't know but I don't know I like I said because it is old and it is very it was very popular and I, I, I don't know I'd have to 
I, I still think anime, even without Akira, would have gotten popular because I don't think Akira set the tone it's for possible. anime. I don't think One Piece doesn't get made without Akira. I don't think Naruto and all the like really big popular things. Akira made it like like was like a, like a little popular in America. It wasn't didn't set off a storm of popularity of animes and like mangas. There was occasional like oh now there was a growing fan base, but it wasn't really until like the One Pieces and the Naruto's and the Dragon Ball Zs got dubbed into English that and then they came to America that anime went boom. I think it was more credit to those getting popular in the West. This may be people dipping their toes. Oh, what is this anime thing? Oh, oh. But then they got hooked with like, especially with those you can hook kids, Naruto, One Piece, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. I don't know. I just think those had more of an impact. But like I said, you could be right because I don't, I don't, I This movie don't does get brought up a lot. Sure. Uh, in but terms of. I just enemies that have made. I just think maybe, uh, maybe it contributes it to a good. I'm just saying, giving it the credit of making anime popular in the West. I just don't think it's deserved. I think it's one of because I just anime existed before this movie. There was popular animes before this movie. Not a lot Not because really in America, except for like but you don't something like Speed Racer. I mean, how much do you know? I mean, like, how much of anime do you know? You're not an anime fan. I did the research on this movie. This I mean, movie gets brought up YouTube. a lot in terms. I'm not saying it doesn't get brought up, bring up, brought up a lot, but does does it get brought up in terms of like it's the one movie that set the. I just don't see that. Where's the pop? I don't see the huge blowing up of popularity of anime in America after this movie. We don't get another like really big popular movie until like Ghost in the Shell. No, I mean it. I guess in terms of the home video market, if anything, this one maybe got them to see that oh, look, there's anime over there, and that's how you get like the Dragon Ball Zs and the One Piece popular. So maybe I'll give you that. I'll concede you that. Maybe they wouldn't have been even looking at the animes, but who knows if like. Dragon Ball Z doesn't just get popular without it. I just I don't feel like the people who watched Dragon Ball Z knew about Akira even existing because we were kids. I don't know about well, Akira. it doesn't. It, they're not the ones who are releasing. It all depends on the people who are releasing the show into America. Yeah, what so, I'm saying is, I think like the people who they are, would probably look at the numbers of people who've like rented or bought the Akira like VHS and see to see that if this was like a like a thing that could set like a trend or something and it did cuz it was like the first major like anime film that wasn't re-edited because yes there were other uh anime films that were released but when they were released in America uh even Hayao Miyazaki got this treatment one of his films uh which is called, its actual title is called Nausicaa uh, Valley of the Wind. When that was released on home video in America, uh, this was before Akira, it was re-edited by an American studio, and they called it Warriors of the Wind. And, well, didn't really, yeah, they kind of like changed the story and cut the runtime, basically. Um... 
So that's what they were doing to anime at the time. Okay, okay. So this is the first major anime movie. It's like, okay, let's just leave it alone, and this is going to be appealing in the sense that it's different from American animation. I'll concede the point What I, on a company-wise, this did show companies and gave confidence in American companies that they didn't have to edit and they could show pure unedited like anime and the, there was a market for it. But I'm what I think is most of the people who grew up or like got got in anime, maybe they got into an anime with and even I got an anime and it's all due to Akira, but I didn't know. I don't think most people had seen Akira my age. Our age. Probably you were not. like a random but you didn't watch watching any of the animes. By the time you were 14, I had watched a thousand, and most kids, at least our age group, millennials, were Pokemon. watching tons. At least, yeah, we watched, but like, like Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball, Yu-Gi-Oh, Naruto, One Piece, Bleach. I didn't uh, watch tons those of all those ones. I mean, we all did though. Those are the ones got dubbed. I mean, but those are the ones that got the like super popular in the West. Now maybe we all owe it to Akira because it actually gave. The companies, the confidence to maybe dub these things and make them popular. But I don't give Akira the credit in like everyone loves Akira so much. Maybe not so much anymore. Yeah, I just but people like, do think. But it's just like another, it's still considered. It's like a lot of movies that's film. like it's old. It set a lot of trends, so it gets put up on this pedestal, and you're just like, okay. Nothing could be better than that one. It's like, oh, there's so many things new, better, but since they're newer, they're just copying them. It's like, but they they did it better. Like, they did that story, and there's not little, like, and you're like, what the fuck? Is this? There's not weird political garbage going around in the world. It's like, I don't know. I just don't, I just, just after watching this movie, I just was like, other than the anime style, this, but, like, I don't just watch anime for, like, looking at the anime. I want I want a story. <laughs> like I want I want to like the story. But this is my problem with a lot of anime movies. Like I was saying, I've said a bunch in, the, in this podcast. Is I they're too short. You it's like it's like it's like making all of uh, Harry Potter. Or it's like making all of John Carter in one movie. You, you can't do it. It's four books. You fucking idiots. Or yeah. three books or whatever. It's like in the manga. Like that's a whole twenty two hundred page book. And they put it in a fucking hour and a half movie. Yeah. Now they did the best they could. I'm sure it, it still has like an ending at least. A lot of animes just they're just like, that dude, oh that's not getting a season two. <laughs> like it's like, but it didn't end. Like, yeah, well, I mean the movie's still pretty like open ended. I guess they're just you know when Kaneda and all of them are just. Yeah, but the main the threads city? over, he's gone into his whatever being a universe or whatever the fuck. I, I don't get it. Detsuo. It's like, whatever. I don't get it. It just was very confusing and very weird. And I don't have the nostalgia for it. Yeah. I think that's a big problem. I think you got a lot of... You know, you're not the only one who, like, doesn't like this movie even the people who actually like it recognize like the flaw i recognize the flaws in it the movie's a mess <laughs> it's a convoluted mess 
I guess if you can ignore the that and just like go like ooh, I like just like if you feel just good. kind of just like go with the experience of it, just the insanity and the chaos and the but the weird music. The music was interesting. I really like the music. I like the film. music too. I think that's part of why I can just kind of, I kind of just vibe with it. Honestly, but that's like anime in general. Anime's always got like some of the best music. Yeah, one one piece. It's where they're like almost, one piece has good music. It's where like all of like Japan's like music industry goes. It's not like it's not like a loser for your uh, band to make music for an anime. It's like oh, you fucking making it. You're making the theme song for fucking One Piece. Nice. <laughs> like big time bands over there. If you're a band over here making a theme song for fucking some cartoon for Disney, you're a loser. <laughs> they don't even do it. It's not even theme songs aren't even a big deal in America. For our shows and stuff. Not anymore. Like skip they that. Skip, 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 skip. Yeah. In Japan, it's like a whole thing. The th- opening, the ending, they're called OPs. OP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Everyone has their favorite throughout the. Like, I have my favorite Naruto opening. Because they change all the time. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. The. The music in this music film is good. There's a lot it's of very like strange. a lot of it sounds like New Zealand um, native. Uh, what are those people called? Didgeridoos? No. No. Yeah, I, I was gonna the say people. <laughs> the people. The people. The native. The natives of New Zealand. Aboriginals? No, that's Australia. Fuck, we're racist. God damn it! So I guess sorry, we people. Are. Yeah. But you're a uh, you're a people. We recognize that you're a separate people. There's natives in <laughs> New Zealand, but they do those uh, the haka dances, like haka taka, haka, and they're like smacking their chest, and it's like haka. oh yeah, um, with the <gasps> yeah, like there was a lot of that. It sounded so a lot of that strange, music. but it kind of sounds badass too. Yeah, it, I, I I I'm not I love that show. I, I saw a performance of it once, uh, our first time. <laughs> Um, when I was in uh, middle school, because they did a performance for the high school, and then they came over us for us to do mm-hmm. it. And I remember right before they were, they all said like, "No one laugh. If you laugh, you're you're gonna get in so much trouble." Because it's a little bit. They're making ah, they're smacking their titties and stuff. Thirteen year olds, eleven year olds are gonna go. <laughs> If some guy's just going, <laughs> but it's like a fucking like traditional like yeah, yeah. dance, like religious dance. So you shouldn't do that. Right. Yeah. You shouldn't. you shouldn't laugh, but no, it's funny, but it's also badass. It kind of is. Yeah. Um, but then you got that really creepy music. During Maori, that- Maori. That's what they're called. I just had to give them the credit of who they nice. are. They're, they're people, the Maori people. Save because us. they're the, some of the only people in the world that couldn't get conquered by Britain. Britain tried to invade him and was like, fuck this. Noise. Cracked our skulls open and ate him. Yeah. Fuck um, imperialism. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's also that, uh, that creepy music that plays during... Uh, the uh, scene where the kids are fucking with Tetsuo, the da, 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 and they're oh, making yeah. all this stuffed animals. It's like, like, why are they doing that? To like make sure that he doesn't find Akira, but then they keep telling but him. But then, about like, him. they be, they fucked him up. If they hadn't done that, he wouldn't have gone they, like crazy. They, it's they crazy. drove him to madness in the pursuit of not making him mad. Like what? <laughs> I guess that's what they, they're just children. They're stupid. They're very stupid. 
Um, but yeah, I like I, I like the music in that scene. It's really well. Okay, creepy. would you? St- oh, let me. This leads into the question: What's your favorite part? Is it the music, or is it the visuals? I think the music in conjunction with the visuals is a pretty powerful thing altogether. So you say if if you lose one, the other one suffers. I mean, if you don't have the visuals and you're just listening to a sound, it's just lesser visuals, right? Or lesser music. Okay. Well, the interesting thing about the score is that it was actually written before the uh, the composers had seen any footage from the movie. That's weird. So that's why some of it almost doesn't even seem like it matches. It's like almost he did that on purpose so he could make it more chaotic. Yeah, because then that's he gets the movie. to pick and choose. Like, all right, this kind of sounds like it go here. And it's like, and you're like, Jesus, man. And then you got the the music when uh, Tetsuo's going on his rampage, and there's like the loud fucking organ music, and then Duh! it's like a, it's like the Reaper invasion. Duh! Yeah, yeah, that that's been used a lot. <laughs> Since then, that me that 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 score that's been moved. That I've heard that before. That's always the music that plays when something evil's coming. That's like unstoppable. It's badass though. Duh, I think it's well, kind of cool. No, but that doesn't that music doesn't play when it's the good guy coming. Tetsuo's not the good guy. I know. I'm just saying. But somehow I'm still kind of like rooting for him when he's just destroying the military. It looks cool. I rooted for that part. Uh, well, what's your least favorite part? The kids. I thought so. I hate the kids. They're stupid. They make no sense. They ruin this movie. They're the they, reason why this movie makes no sense. Yeah, they throw so much chaos into the fucking mix. Isn't their their actions are like diametrically opposed to their yeah, motivations? And, and their whole ending, their whole goal ending doesn't make sense. And then they're just like. But they don't hate the general, even though the general's like the one who's like he's the one who's tortured them basically their entire lives. But I don't he get like it. Feels bad for him, and he even feels he is some he's somewhat close to. He even the... feels bad for Tetsuo. Like he's like, come and I'll take care of you and watch over you. It's like so I can use you as a tool. But like, which I guess sort of. And he's makes like, him I'm not gonna become like a character. shriveled up monkey. I'm not gonna become a little old person taking yeah, your medicine. Like, yeah, exactly. But then what's that medicine? Is it just like they're still like they still have all their powers? It just doesn't make them crazy, but it makes them old looking and shriveled. I don't get I it. I don't know. It just you, didn't yeah, make any the sense. The kids, the kids are the are the absolute worst part of this movie. They're annoying as fuck. Yeah, they're 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 annoying. It's funny. It's just even in anime, you always hate the kids. Just kids is but rub, in this case they actually rub, ruin the plot. I know, I know. I, it's just it's ironic and funny that like it is every movie. You just what's Lee's Lee's favorite part? If it's got kids, the kids. <laughs> Wait, my favorite part? Least favorite. Okay. It's just in my movies, even in your movies, like well, like you're like, oh, I really like my movie. Yeah, but the kid is kind of weak, and you're just like, I'm just like, man, he's. Just, Children acting to leave. I mean, I know they're not actually children. Well, they might have actually been kids. Some of them. One of I them sounded they were. like a kid. Um, Maybe. Japan would definitely let their kids do voice acting like that because they're cool and artsy. I believe in art. Um, <laughs> but Child labor laws. Who needs them? Not Japan. 
<laughs> I guess not. Just need tentacles. What? Um, well, do you have any final thoughts on this movie? Then? Brian, anything you want to say? Final trivia or anything? This uh, this podcast has been kind of a mess. It has been, but we've had podcasts where we've steered far. We've talked about. We talked about Akira most for this podcast. We've had other podcasts, of, especially on movies of yours or mine, even where we've talked about other movies way more. True. Yeah. I think we stayed on stayed on Akira uh, uh, on a path with Akira more on. on I this mean, podcast just the overall discussion. Because is... going into this podcast, you were like, "Oh, we're gonna like be talking about a lot of random stuff." And I just, I just I think we we stayed on Akira mostly. But I'm just saying, like the overall just discussion of it, I think has just been all over the place. Because it's all just complaints. This movie is, mo- this movie is all over the place. Our podcast has to match the tone of the movie, because that's how we're, the plot is. We're talking about it's over here, what's over here. When we're talking about the mating game, it's like, oh, and then they met, and then, and yeah. then the, he spent. The pretty night. much all of our and other podcasts have been pretty well structured. Because they have like, because the movies were well structured. Yeah, what's another chaotic <laughs> one? The fucking Monty Python movie. Because it's oh like, yeah, that that's true. Just, that one movie's chaos. That movie, I think, is so probably is more entertaining. No, I'd probably like Akira better, but still. Really? Because Monty Python's not a movie. Uh, what? what? It's just a bunch of skits that was piled into a compilation. Uh, and they called the a movie. Um, with, like, most of them being boring. Two of them are funny. Uh, no. <laughs> well... I think that kind of wraps it up for this and uh, this chaotic conversation. What more uh, is there to say? Akira! <laughs> Tetsuo! Canada! <laughs> Tetsuko? Key. Fucking Key! This podcast is dedicated to Key. I'm sorry you got brutally murdered, like death, for no real reason. Um, but that's totally anime. Um. Well, let's tell you what we're gonna watch next week. Oh wait, we didn't give our ratings. Oh yeah, god dang. Uh, negative seventy. No, negative my 70. rating. Uh, it's probably not as low as you think it is. It's gonna be. Uh, I am fluctuating between these two. It's kind of like I've been kind of like all day thinking like, oh, what I want to rate it. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna have to give it a four. Okay. It's not like because I can still credit like it's good, but just for myself. If I'm gonna go off like, oh, are you are obviously if you take any part of a movie and go like, are you gonna just judge it on this one thing? Then it's ten out of ten. But like, if I'm taking the whole entertainment value to me, four. Because I didn't like hate the movie. wasn't like super depressing. It's not one of those things where like, did you not just like it because there's sadness and no romance? No. I just didn't really care. I just didn't like any of the characters. They were just... I just don't like movies where all the characters are kind of a bit of a douchebag. And the only one who wasn't an asshole was the girl, I guess. She's kind of the only good character. But she was fighting for some dumb shit resistance that meant nothing. <laughs> so she's just a manipulated teenager by some older man oh, yeah. and then the, who was probably molesting her. And then the telepathic little girl like takes control takes of control her. her because she's got... She has some powers or, like, she has enough of that. We all have, like, ability to uh, to use our pow- those powers. Yeah. But we have to get them online. But, oh, confusion. Whatever. It's, Four. It's a mess. 
Get a good old four on my hand. What about you, Lee? Uh, yeah. Considering everything we've discussed, it sounds like I mean we sounds like we both don't like this movie. <laughs> but I, I do. I appreciate this movie. I pr- appreciate it for its influence. This movie was a huge influence for Chronicle, like we discussed. Uh, for other anime, it was a huge influence for The Matrix. I can see um, that. Uh, so, like, I do think it's an important film, but taking away that, like, what do I personally feel about it? I've seen this. I've watched this movie a lot, actually. Weirdly enough. I could see that because it's not that. I mean, it's an hour and a half. Comparative to a lot of your movies, it's a short one. I've seen. I saw this in theaters. You I saw it in a theater. You're 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 a fan of your good old three hour fest. I like any movie that interests me in the slightest, and this movie, I've never forgotten it. The images from this movie are sort of burned into my brain. The music uh, is strange and haunting in certain places. I just like the whole experience of it. Is it a fucking clusterfuck mess (laughs) that makes no sense? Absolutely. And that's a huge problem. But I can sort of, I can vibe with this movie. So I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Okay, okay. Not a masterpiece, but a movie that I appreciate and that I would recommend. And you get get a lot of entertainment from it. I'm entertained by it. Every time you watch it. And I just love watching people just get pureed. Pureed, right? (laughs) Good old pureed. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, I will. that, that That is one of the core scenes. If I was going to say, I guess I should say real quick, my favorite part is, if you want to go anything, is the music. It's pretty cool. Least favorite part, the movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, now let me tell you about what we watching next week. All right. Yep. Uh, We're watching mm-hmm. a good old... Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day movie. Oh no. Called Huh? Backup Plan. The Backup Plan. Starring Jennifer Lopez and White Man. Now I know it's my movie, <laughs> but man. that's what it is, and I don't know his name. Now you can look forward to watching that next week. Or Tune hearing in us talk next about week it. To find out who this white man is. <laughs> who stars next to Jennifer Lopez. And see, do we finally found a movie that Lee likes that's romance? Probably not. Um, but yes, look forward to that next week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, we're sorry we got it out late. You know, life. But we got it out to you. We'll continue to get this out to you every week. Uh you can uh, please follow us on our uh, Instagram. Uh, it's not the worst movie ever pod and follow us on TikTok at the same. Uh, you can, uh, you can listen to this podcast. You're listening to this podcast, but just know in the future, you can listen to this podcast pretty much on any source. Just look us up. Um, 
And please rate, review, and share the podcast. I know we ask every time, but we're going to continue to ask every time because it really it helps us out. Um, it, it helps promote us to other people and just get the word out. And we'd love just to get more people to listen to this podcast because, you know, it's fun to do and we want to be able to keep doing it. And we would like to get a little traction with it. Yeah. Uh, so we're just going to little baggy baggies. But... Hope you're hopefully you're gonna get that review and that rating because you actually enjoyed the podcast. Um, Well, I hope you have a great day, a great night, whenever you listen to this podcast, and look forward to talking to you next week. Nani, nani.